This is not your father's show. Hard-hitting questions. Calling it as he sees it. Throwing flawless curveballs into the left's agenda. Breaking down the business deals to political incorrectness. He's standing under the spout where the glory flows out. So fasten your seatbelts and ensure that your tray tables are in the upright and locked positions. This is Straight Talk with Hunter Gaylor. Hey guys, so I want to talk about some issues that are just coming up with some headlines that I was reading. So I'd figure uh, that I would just jump on and, and kind of go through and talk about, you know, what we're dealing with from the world of, of cyber, quantum, the quantum financial system, cybersecurity, and what that looks like, you know, for the future. And what are some of the things that we can do to, you know, prevent a lot of the attacks that are happening. So I, I think you know, this is an important conversation and, and really a frank conversation that we need to have. You know, the CEO of one of America's biggest banks, uh, Bank of America, Citigroup, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, and Wells Fargo, are were just getting a grilling on Capitol Hill uh, the other day, and and they were they were being asked, you know, why they've made so much money during COVID. You know, why aren't they loaning all more more money out to help us recover from the COVID, you know, what I would refer to as the pandemic, but as well as getting, you know, the usual the usual questions from both, you know, both sides of the aisle on, um, you know, their their big bankers. But what I really want to talk about is I want to talk about what happened with the colonial pipeline and what happened there. Now, if, if many of you, you know, that are listening to this podcast don't remember what happened with the colonial pipeline, they had a massive attack, right? And what that has revealed to us is how vulnerable uh, the U.S. Uh, infrastructure is to cyber attacks, um, including what a future quantum computer attack could look like. And I think it's important that we have this conversation. You see, not just from an infrastructure perspective, like our energy grid, our power grids, our electrical grids, you know, think or just our, our, our water treatment plants. I mean, you, you name it. Think about, you know, any any type of your you know, uh, underlying industrial uh, uh, infrastructure system within a major city. And you can understand that a lot of this stuff is, is, is still run archaically. And, and these cyber attacks, they're the perfect, they're the perfect target for a cyber attack. But what's more important is, you know, our financial infrastructure. So many of you know that I, I, I am an entrepreneur. I, I am, you know, heavily involved in deals in, uh, you know, every major industry. And what I what I look at is from a cyber from a cyber perspective, you know, what would happen if our leading financial markets, our global payment system, or even the Federal Reserve itself, which I'm not a big believer in anyway, would be this would be the 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 victim to a cyber attack? What would that be, right? So I started started taking a look at this, and 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 if you look at um you know if you look at what just one of the major middle market banks, I'm not going to talk about an Alex Brown or a, or a Raymond James. Let me just focus in on Morgan Stanley, for example, which, you know, Morgan Stanley is one of the largest middle market banks, but they also did, you know, entities like a Facebook IPO. They, they do a, a large majority of IPOs. 
if their business operations for a, a single day were disrupted by a cyber attack, it would result in over $3.5 billion in losses for the American economy. Think about that. Think about that. One single cyber attack, which would disrupt the J.P. Morgan Chase business operations for one day, okay, within a 12-hour period, you're looking at $3.5 billion total losses for the American economy. Now, amplify that. If that model is ignored, okay, and we don't look at this of what that would happen for one of the largest financial institutions in the U.S., okay, and that's just one single quantum attack, right? Imagine that happens to all five of the largest institutions in the U.S., right? You know, they could potentially disrupt access to the Fedwire fund service payment systems. That would cause a just a ridiculous cascading financial failure. I mean, that could be anywhere from, you know, you know, $800 billion to, you know, $2 trillion. So, you know, a quantum computer attack could, I mean, it, it, it could ruin banking systems as we know it to this day. And you know what banks are doing right now to, to protect themselves? Nothing. They're doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, they're trying to do some encryption-based stuff, but not against quantum computing. There's a couple, I'll do another, uh, you know, podcast where I'll, I'll go deeper into, um, you know, some of the big banks and, and what they're doing. But, I mean, the, the, the federal government and the Treasury are working on cybersecurity issues, but... They're just they're just talking. They're not actually creating. Now there's several several um, companies that I think are doing a really great job in in creating solutions that would help you know not just defend but you know repair very quickly. Um, but I would I would argue that the leadership of all of the current you know financial institutions need to be having a cyber first you know mentality when it comes to running their organizations. It's critical for the leadership of all the big banks, and it will be crucial for protecting our economy from any type of quantum-induced financial meltdown or worse, total systematic failure. So, you know, we need to, I mean, that really is a nuclear a, a nuclear bomb, right? I mean, yes, we can look at, 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 at physical nuclear security but um, or a nuclear catastrophe, but something that would take the magnitude of a nationwide financial meltdown due to a quantum, you know, security hack would be at levels unprecedented to anyone uh, or, or anything we've ever seen. So just wanted to get on and, and talk a little bit about this and just share some of my thoughts with you. But, you know, fortunately, the, I always try to look at the positive. Some of our big financial institutions, you know, they they have very talented people. They recruit from the best. So they do have the know-how. They do have the resources. And it is in their self-interest to, you know, help us move into a post-quantum era. So, you know, it, none of us, you know, none of us will be safe really um, until they are because we are the ones that rely on their banking services. So that's why I'm looking at what is the future of a quantum system look like and a quantum financial system look like from a securities uh, perspective. So uh, I hope to do a little bit more on the cybersecurity. I just wanted to jump on and, you know, share some of my thoughts on what we should be thinking about and why. So as always, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you like and subscribe, follow it on LinkedIn, follow us, go to huntergaylor.com for more up-to-date information. And uh, as always, you know, make sure you're living a life on target.